Hello and welcome all to There Will Be Dungeons. We're going to play D&D today and we're going to have a great time as we zero in on the climactic finale of whatever happens to our characters in the Waste Campaign. So stick around and enjoy that in a second. But before that, I want to mention that our friends over at phoenixprilty.com slash TWBD have released a brand new tea centered around our campaign and it's called Sins of the Solar Mines. Go check it out. Sins of the Solar Mines. Now, how is how good is it? You'll have to find out for yourself. What was it almost called? Scars of the Solar Mines. But we changed it to Sins, and I don't know why. I just liked it better. Anyway, sins if you taste better than Scars. <laughs> That's right. Taste, <laughs> tasty, tasty yeah. Sins. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, check it out at uh, phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. And now, without much further ado, let's throw it over to Kristen. She's going to catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, lightning lurched, but the principal protected the heroes, ordering them into an orb where they could calculate their counterattack. According to the principal, Nash needed to be dealt damage for his purported power to prevail. Each lightning landed on Nash, multiplied him until 95,000 let loose a barrage of blasts that destroyed Katopalpraith, wiping the weir from their world. Upon waking, they found themselves shackled to a rock in a room with the principal ready to hew Nash's heart, but Brent arrived, revealing their location to be hell. Stanley's wily words parted them from the principal, with Nash still intact. Brent ordered the organ returned, but further feats were delayed as the team took time to consider their course of action. Now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of The Wastes. All right, Bo, the ball is in your court. Um, speaking of balls, a roulette ball goes tink, 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 hits a six, and some people yell and shout at a table within a casino near where Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines, Valir Noth, a.k.a. Stanley Billings, the Celeste Prime, Queen Hopak Menos, and Varel Rasphim Keurig stand amongst chairs near a cocktail bar were a waiter, red-skinned, and, you know, with slight little horns and a little tail with a rag on it coming out to wipe glasses, is working. You're standing in a casino in hell, giant braziers of fire adorn various doorways. It's a mix between medieval gold gothic look and a modern... Las Vegas casino with wallpaper and gaudy carpet that's well-tended and a pit boss that's looking around to watch for cheaters amongst the one-armed bandits. The sounds of machines popping off with quarters and jackpots can be heard everywhere. And as you just look around, it's almost dizzying the amount of people you see with toothy smiles and greedy grins looking to satisfy their deepest wishes for avarice. When last we left, the party was plotting (laughs) on their current situation with Asmodeus, a.k.a. Brent, allowing the party some time to enjoy the delights of Hell's Casino. Cool, I'd say we were pretty deep in conversation then, so we probably found ourselves a table, 
Uh, if, if drinks were offered, perhaps they were had. But we did some off, off-air planning as a group. And yeah. uh, Burrell, as a as a character, uh, suggests little, but sits back and what wonders did have, mostly. Did you order something to drink? What did you order to drink? I assume this is a magical place, so I would have ordered coffee. <laughs> and to your uh, delight, coffee was made available to you. Uh, that that bartender was has excellent service. You asked for coffee, and within seconds, boiling hot water was available. It it didn't even come out unboiled. It seemed permanently boiled from the you know the font that it came from. In fact, the water is permanently boiled in this fiery kiln that's transparent so you can see the fire and um uh, i don't know if varel would appreciate this kind of thing but they're little delectable pieces of meats are floating around in the water although when the water is poured it's purified and doesn't seem bloody or anything excellent you observed the, the coffee making process was transparent for all viewers to delight in its preparation I imagine Stanley would have uh, intended to order water, seeing little cups of water going around and wound up with a martini by mistake. Typical Stanley business. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, The service here is quite good. The The service here is quite good. If you would order something, you'd get it as requested. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably would have gestured thinking it was water, seeing a clear... Oh, okay. So you you gotta... you, 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 for whatever reason, you got the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, you got a martini. It was uh, very red with some little green traces and had an apple, uh, sweet tangy apple taste to it, uh, in spite of it being mostly alcohol. Hope is three shots of whiskey in. Okay. So we're just partaking of the food here. We're, no one's concerned. <laughs> Everyone's like, drinks? All right. Great. You've had shots of whiskey. They've been. Were we warned about anything going in? Like, I don't know. Nope. Besides being okay. in hell, you know, general alarms there. But... Yeah. Good point. Well, for now, we are honored guests. And I think we're under the assumption that if we give the heart back to Brent, we are going to at least fulfill some deal or perhaps be given leeway to leave of our own accord yeah the, the I believe what we discussed last week um, the heart being returned was a thing the principal brought it back uh, the deal went south because Stanley first of all because the principal didn't completely fulfill the terms of payment and then Stanley talked Brent into a better deal um, however, the, the one remaining issue was, does Nash want to give up the heart or not? And so Asmodeus has left you on your own to, to discuss that. No. Go ahead. He wants to do further business with you in enlisting your help to find, uh, a missing item that has, that the principal didn't pay for. That was, that's how, what you talked him into it. Like you guys were the ones that found the hand. So you guys should be able to help with anything else he needs. And the principal sucks. And the principal was banished. And hopes. So the triangulosphere, if that goes in, that cuts magic. So that would probably neutralize the whole lich stuff that the principal's got going on. 
which means we could then kill the principal and that would send the principal probably directly to Brent, which means he could then deal with him and that deal not happening with the eye. Okay. Uh, so that's a great, well-formulated plan. Um, I just want to put a general reminder here. If you're feeling uncertain about the effect of something, you can always roll a knowledge check to see if I can drop a hint or confirm something for you um, as well. Yeah, let's do it. I would like to make a, <laughs> uh, perhaps a medicine to to talk to Nash about his heart and what I've gathered over our journey. Okay, so you want to like sort of interview or diagnose, uh, get information about the heart through questioning yeah. him? Yeah. Can I okay. grant advantage with my uh, medicine uh trait with a, Are, I have proficiency in it. You have proficiency, yeah. If you have training and skill, then yes. If you're vanilla, no. So I'll just kind of hover behind Varel as he asks this and nudge him as he asks if he starts to go off track. Okay, okay. so what kind of questions are you asking? I'm just sort of curious for a f- yeah. More you- so I want to note it's a conversation I can have as table talk, but I'd rather do it in character if possible. Yeah, so yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to attempt to use gather. I, I rolled a one. So no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what we, we can do it is for you. If, as long as you RP a question, I will give you a roll for each question and might help Nash with the information he provides you. <laughs> or, or, or it's just Scott answering on his own. That's the game we'll play. So okay. you roll, roll low, one. Scott just answers. Yeah. I'll roll the one and I'll lean towards Nash and say, Nash, are you safe enough to be without your heart? Safe enough. Um, I mean, as safe as I can be with only one life. I mean, this essentially ends, this ends two things. My eternal regrowth each time I die, and it ends my ability to be a dragon, which has been helpful in the past. You are prone to mishaps as well. Oh, right, t- tabletop, so. real quick. Is my is my floatiness still part of my DNA, or does that go away with, with the heart? Okay, so these, this, I'd love to help answer this question, but we have a format we got to follow. <laughs> Kyle asks the question, then Kyle, you do the roll. All right. If it's low, Scott just answers. All right. If it's above a certain amount, I can chime in and help Scott with his answer. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen. So uh, you're. This is high enough for me to help you, Scott. Um, okay. Your sense is that the DNA is, while your heart has part of the DNA, the DNA encompasses your whole being, whereas your heart is just an important organ to the function of your being. Okay. In other words, I've... In other words, yeah, you'll still be able to have underwear DNA. But you're, not, you're not losing your underwear DNA. But I am losing my dragon DNA. Um, you, the dragon metal heart will be, is to be removed from you, yes. Yeah. So I can't pop dragon is, is my point. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then what I told him is true, I guess. I guess my concern, my question would be, uh, Nash, no offense, but when it comes to using your magic, you have an innate skill because you lack any knowledge at casting the spells whatsoever. <laughs> uh, if you lose that heart... <laughs> wow. If you lose that heart, are you going to be able to still call upon magic? Uh, as far as I know, yes. 
Does he need to? Do you need to roll anything for that? If you ask a medic, medical question of Nash, then you got to make a roll if you want me to help. If you don't roll, it's just Nash answering. All right, twenty twenty three. Um, right, you got to RP the answer back. So uh, you, you're not sure. Okay, you're sure you're not sure. Um, all I know, Stanley, is I've never been without the heart in my memory. Anyway. And so I don't I don't actually know, I guess. The one thing you can retort back to him as well uh, is that this may affect Stanley as a magic wielder as well. So you can throw it back in his face if you want. Wait, how would it affect him as a magic wielder? If he, my heart, I mean. But oh, it, no, it wouldn't. Never mind. Never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Oh. My bad. Um, Although I will give you the thought. The triangle sphere is meant to make the planet mundane, so Stanley would be affected too, potentially. Oh. Stanley's making more sense than Nash is, so I'm just going <laughs> to lean around Nash and talk to Stanley. Okay. And I'll gesture at all of Nash with a long lizard finger. Was all of this due to the heart, or is he like this? And the heart's keeping him going. Well, I don't... I don't know. I mean, we've cast healing magic on him, and healing magic that should bring him back to normal and yet this is what we get every single time so getting a new heart maybe he would look normal maybe he would be susceptible to whatever's going on with this and now stanley's gonna make a gesture of all of nash hmm this i will stare deep into nash's face and with all my imagination, attempt to see what he would look like without the pox and scars. Oh, you like to imagine, eh? All right. Uh, is there an, I think imagination might be governed under knowledge, right? Like you use that. There's a mod in Skyrim for that. If you think the people are too dirty, clean them up. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, but not uh, oblivion. No, not oblivious. I like that. It's, I like that insights wisdom related though. So if you'd like to, if you want to glean anything from this imagining, use an insight check, please. All right. Thirteen. The question being, would Nash be handsome if he wasn't covered in pox and scars? Oh, which is a weird thing for your character to wonder. Yeah, I would say that he looked like any other softling, so... And with Stanley as maybe uh, a standard? <laughs> I'm, like, no. trying to imagine Nash as handsome. I keep being distracted by how handsome Stanley is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the answer would be probably not. At least definitely not as much as Stanley. Although, although there's still some room. There's still some question, but probably okay. not. Um... Stanley, as Varel does conducts this imagining upon Nash, um, you are reminded your imagination, your thoughts just suddenly take you to your time in the cocoon when you became Salele Prime. In case you'd forgotten, your mind is. I had. I, I still mm. had forgotten. Even I know you told me something. Oh, you still forgot? Or... I don't remember what you told me. Oh, headphones off for the rest of the party then. Oh, oh man. Kick them out. This is private Salele business. Uh, the voice 
there told you that Nash had to end. That he had to die. That's that's it. That's, that's the reminder. Okay. As part of your becoming leader of the Elhandari, that this was an important thing you had to do. What does that mean? I that wish I could have asked the cocoon questions. Sure, roll a um, roll a well, since insight into the inference of what that might mean, or sure. religion. Religion might also work. We'll do insight because it's one better <clears throat> than religion. That's a nine. Uh, yeah. Although actually, I still have foresight on, so uh, it's a fourteen. Okay. Um, this isn't the best determination as questions are still in your mind. However, there's an acknowledgement that he's a tool that is needed, but a tool that is aberrant to nature. Like his very being is, is adjacent to demonic and abyssal corruption. Um, although he is necessary he cannot be allowed to persist. He's a he's a cancer upon the world, essentially. But if he didn't have the heart, <clears throat> would he just be a normal? Would he just be a real boy? That you don't know. That that you got to figure out. <clears throat> That's not wasn't part of the message. Anyways, I gotta okay. let everyone get back in. All right. Just wanted to make sure you were reminded of your your mission. Oh. Sorry for the interruption, everyone. Please proceed. Uh, Stanley just put his finger up and had a thought. And then went, okay, can carry on. I'm s- scared. Hmm. I see you looking like a man. A normal man, perhaps. What do you mean, normal? If what we get, ga- if what we gathered over our adventure is true, the heart is not natural, Nash, and it rejects you. Your pocked form, your diseases, may be cured this day. Whose heart am I even getting? Am I getting a replacement heart? That's a good I mean- question. He said you'd be getting one. Uh, we could probably make sure it's not anybody, like, too bad. <laughs> That's a weird thing for you. It's not so much that they're bad. It's that... I don't know. i just like to know what the plan is. Since this is, you know, everyone needs a heart to exist. If I'm to, if I'm to continue on, I need, need a good one, you know? I'll, I'll give this free bit of information without a need for a die roll. Um, and considering if the heart, if it even comes from someone else, the pool of available candidates in this hell-like place, probably not great, probably not good people. Yeah. (laughs) The the chances they're going to find you a a good person's heart in hell, uh, seems the odds of that seem low to everyone. Well, that makes sense to me, and it's not so important that it's a good person for me. It's that will I survive? Like, is it going to be a shitty heart that's already got like you know needs four bypasses and some old fart that died in hell or whatever? Like, I want a good heart. I mean, I guess I just will say this: uh, that's very 
it's very Earth-like to yeah. think in heart transplant terms. Yeah. It is D&D that might just be um, something magical and not a transplant. You guys, <laughs> just, if you want to stick to the transplant's concerns, that's fine. Just also throwing it out there. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd... You should ask this to Brent. <sighs> yeah, I would... Uh, yeah, I would say that too. I'd say I'll just ask Brent. All right. Maybe someone wants to write down the questions for Brent so they don't forget. Oh, I'll, I'll remember that one. It's my heart for him, Sticks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, I'll keep out of it. You guys. I just imagine that. Nash said that out loud to himself. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Just, I'll remember this. Just, you know what? I'm going to remember that. I don't even have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, he's it's a big it's a big issue. Yeah. He's about no, to I, he's about I don't to, mean to undercut the gravitas. He's about to take it right in the chest and he's gotta have you know he's gotta know. I guess mm. the true question is this, Nash. Are you okay with this? We have ways to try and get out of here without any sort of heart replacement, but I do think it means we're going to be pursued quite clearly by the forces of hell for the remainder of our days. But if it's what you want, if it's what you prefer, then so be it. That's what we do. But if you want to do this transplant, you know, at least that might appease Brent enough to lay off when we get out of here. Well, what are we, how comfortable are we with what we're handing him? Because this is, you know, for me, the heart represents a couple of cool abilities, but for him, it may represent a weapon of mass destruction. Well, it sounds like he's had it before. He has. He's had it before. He certainly didn't do anything so untoward that he didn't give it up to help create you. His desire to get it back. He just seems very zealous about it. If he didn't, if it wasn't anything, he wouldn't care, right? He'd just be whatever. But this, obviously this means something for him and his goals. His well, obscure that goals. part is weird, too, because, uh, I mean, does anybody else find it odd that he's asking? We're locked in his domain. By his own word, he says he could kill us in a heartbeat. What does he really care that we say, yes, Brent, you can have this heart that you said no matter what you're going to take? Why is that? Well, he likes making deals, yeah? So, clearly we have something to offer him, or we might have something to offer him. And if he can get something more out of simply this weapon he has, why wouldn't he? He's a gambling man, I guess, and Hope will look around the casino. As you look around the casino, uh, there's like this large hurrah from one of the uh, craps tables. Vin Diesel just doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel, <laughs> the coke, the coke. Yeah, you glance over to the room full of coke addicts with a giant mountain of cocaine on it, and Vin Diesel's just—he's got so much cocaine on his face, he's almost in clown makeup at this point. This is really good cocaine, he says. <laughs> <laughs> the best. 
family. <laughs> <laughs> I live for this. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, sounds like we have our heading in a sense. We're going to see if if the heart being fr- freely given back will give us the clarity and purpose to get on out of here of our own accord. All right. So should we summon him forth? How do we do that? We just say we're ready for him? I assume we just say his name or think about him too much. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if just saying like, boy, we need to talk to Brent, and all of a sudden, you know, there he is. If you guys say stuff like that as if it's going to work and Brent doesn't (laughs) appear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we tested. We probably have to talk to one of his people. Well, in, throughout the casino, you see that there's a few pit bosses patrolling around where the uh, machines are. There's doesn't seem to be anyone really in charge in the mobile uh, gaming uh, room. Uh, Vin Diesel looks like he's the man in charge of the cocaine room. Um, the orgy room is just chaos over to the other side of uh, the area. So really, you got the bartender, and this place is not busy. You're the only people drinking here uh, in this sort of open area place with chairs. There's the bartender and uh, the few pit bosses that look like any sort of authority people. I mean, not for nothing, but if we're not being heard, and I mean, maybe we're being watched, do we want to venture out a little bit, or do we just want to get this done? Well, I think he's watching us all the time so it doesn't really matter what we do he'll know where we are and what we're doing not that that's a problem we're not doing anything he doesn't expect I suppose (laughs) but we can't be secretive in here it's his domain where he'll see everything we do yeah but now we know he can't hear everything we say or at least he's not showing enough interest to act on it. What if we just got up and left? Yeah, what would what would be the Well that was part of the original plan was just to gate out of here, right? I think it was <laughs> last week you guys were discussing just take it off. And uh, all that was standing between you and leaving was hope doing an evil act. And hope you have Shall a- I approach the barkeep? There's been uh, no. Sure. She's yeah, hasn't. We don't want to check if she's had any change attention. of heart, right? We don't want to say, "Hey, hope you're still good with not doing anything evil," right? Well, I think I have a way to get us out of here. To be honest, um, you know, we. I may have a method, but it will take time, and I think we would need to try and call on their hospitality for a bit of a rest uh, before we're fully able to. To do it. Well, I could definitely use a rest. Actually, we haven't had a long rest since our. I mean, to be counter. to be just blunt, I could do it right now, but it takes a good ten minutes or so to prepare, 
and we all will be, all of us, vulnerable while the spell is being cast. So, we would need to be someplace private. That is still us running away. If we can complete this transaction, there's no reason why this lord of his domain would pursue us further. His deal was with the principal. And if he's still angry with the principal, all the better. The principal has no reason to attack Earth any further. Well, we're not going to know until we talk to him, so... Very good. And I stand up and I walk to the barkeep. Hello there, my good lizard folk friend. What can ah. I get for you? Uh, I wish to talk to the owner again. The owner. Our meeting has concluded. Oh, the owner of Hell's Casino, is that what you mean? Yes, the one everyone calls Brent. Or Brent, we're a little confused. <laughs> uh, it's Brent. Brent, very good. Uh, I think. <laughs> I will have a message sent to him right away. He picks up a phone, punches a few numbers. Hello, yes, the um, Heroes of the Wastes here at the uh, Casino Drinkery uh, wish to speak to the boss. Mm -hmm. Drinkery? Mm -hmm. Very good, I'll tell them. The boss is quite busy at the moment. He said uh, that you should partake from whatever of the delights you see here. We've got a cocaine room, an orgy room. We have a full casino. Uh, I do believe Frank Sinatra will be playing in the concert hall later tonight. What matter of beast you don't want to miss? Sinatra? Oh, he's a real fly man. Real, <laughs> real groovy dude. I think you would dig it, kid. Hmm. This bartender is definitely from an era. Yeah. <laughs> you say such natural things in such a disturbing way. Yes, it's... Thank you. That's quite a compliment coming from you. Should we... remain here? How long should we expect, Brent? Well, you can stay here and drink all night, baby. It makes no difference to me, but there's plenty of things to do in the casino. I I hate to see you waste your time just sitting here at the drinkery. It's, it's kind of dead here. If it were me, I'd go see that Sinatra. Thank you for the information. Mm. Friends? Good looking out, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The barkeep spoke a strange language, but I believe he informed me that the beast known as Sinatra would be unleashing his greatest powers <laughs> in the hall later on. He has the power of flight. Uh, for, the, for the record, uh, Varel, I've read enough books and seen enough stuff. I think, I think Frank Sinatra was a singer, a bard uh, in his time. Oh, yeah, he just wasn't a very nice guy, which is probably why he's in hell. I see. I believe Stanley has that covered, then. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe we have something in common. I didn't know Hell already had a bard, but, uh... There are many types of bard, as you know. There are some that are musically inclined with instruments. There are some that are, you know, capable of great song. Uh, me, myself, am a fan of oration, as it were. Uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, I think I'm too busy to meet with the Sinatra. It seems we aren't. Brent, or Brent, the man was confused as well, is quite busy it seems, and again suggested to us that we partake in cocaine orgies or Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, what does everybody want to do then? I can't exactly say that any of those activities sound particularly appealing. I mean, maybe Sinatra, if he is a bard, maybe I could ask him. Maybe he's aware of a lyric that might be able to get us out of this situation. Where is Sinatra? There was some sort of hall or arena suggested for his battle. Hmm. Maybe I can investigate that while we wait. Hope you have the most experience in this place. Is it safe to linger here? Uh, I, I've never felt like I was in any danger. Hmm. Very well done. To Sinatra. Great. Oh. Do you know where it is? Nope. I just start heading. Like walking start around walking the ship. I just eventually <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there. Alright. Uh you you well, can you pick a direction though? Is uh, there's an e- exit to the south and exit to the north where the casino hall is. Which Does Varel look like he knows where he's going? Oh, Absolutely yeah. not. Okay, Stanley will look at the bartender that Pharrell talked to and said, Where is the Sinatra? Oh, it's in uh <clears throat> it's in the main auditorium. You'll wanna you'll wanna head past the casino hall there, go to the front foyer, speak to reception, they'll set you in the right direction, I'm sure. Great. As I follow Varel, I will tell him that that is the direction to the Sinatra. <laughs> I just picture Varel just turning immediately and like he's gone the right way the whole time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the party heads past the casino hall. You go past one-armed bandits. You go past blackjack tables. There's like, you know, these sentient moose that are playing at a poker table. All kind of like, like just getting cold, cold staring at each other, showing down their cards. Um, you make your way to a large, large, uh, Room, a front foyer of this casino that is all adorned in many glass facings. And the glass facings distort what's outside, which would be like fire, volcanoes, brimstone, and walls of pure living flesh being desiccated by this very realm. Uh, But it's all distorted and made to look nice, so it actually looks like a colorful rainbow of reds and pinks and oranges. 
all throughout this room. Light spills all over it as a chandelier twists down. There's a large stairwell that twists up. And at the front reception, you see a rather plump-looking demon uh, in, you know, a casino attire with a button-up white shirt and a, and a sort of a short tie and a name tag and, um, you know, slacks, but otherwise plump and orange blotched skin with large elvish ears. Um, looking around, uh, the valet sort of comes in and gives her a set of keys. She puts them down. She points to another client. She seems very busy. There's a bit of a lineup to see her. Do we march straight towards her or do we head to the lineup? This is to enter the theater, as it were. Uh, you're in the f- reception area. So if you know you first go into a casino, there's like a large room, let's say. So that's this room. And we just go straight to the theater, right? Yeah, I believe I would be hand invited to this performance. Yeah, they told us to have a good time. Yeah, let's go, go st- right to the theater. Straight in, get the best seat. But you don't know where it is. <laughs> oh. oh. So so the barkeep told you to go to the auditorium to speak res- reception. They'll set you on the right path. Oh. Uh, madam, which way to the theater? The barkeep told us to find the way. Get in line, please, sir. No jumping in front of the line. I'll be with you in a second. No, I simply need directions to the theater. We can manage on our own. In the line, please. She's a real... And then there's an elf waiting. It's just one elf. He looks to you and he says, Yes, please wait in line. I was here fast. Little spunky shit. Stanley will walk past the line right up to her, and the bluish glow that makes up his majestic appearance will shimmer a little, and he'll go, Madam, I'm sorry. Perhaps I simply didn't understand the custom. Surely you can answer a quick little question from me, as I would be ever so grateful if you would assist us, and then I can let you get back to all of them. Is it an intimidation rule? Uh, it's an attempt at a charm. Okay, yeah. So I just I'd say to, persuasion, probably. You're, you're using a feature? Okay. It's not actually using the feature, but I'm using my attractiveness to uh, uh, help persuade. It's, it's a very aggressive persuasion. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Great. It's a 26. Forgive me, I didn't realize you were so handsome. Well... I can help you, but there's a little price for helping. Well, I am in a bit of a rush, but uh, for you, I will certainly listen to whatever it is you're asking. Oh, give old Dragath a little kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Stanley will lean in. Give her a little kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. You give her a kiss on the cheek, and it burns your cheek. My you cheek? Take- it burns your lips, sorry, not cheek. You give her a kiss on the cheek and it burns your lips. You take three points of fire damage upon <laughs> your lips. Well, you know, I've had more painful kisses. So, <laughs> it smolders in. She goes, well, how can I help you? Oh, we simply need the direction to the theater. We need to meet with the Sinatra. And the elf piney goes, excuse me, I was here first. She goes... You shut up. I'll be with you in a second. Please proceed down the hall, just that direction there. 
On your right, you'll see another hall, and that will take you to the ticket office. Much appreciated. Stanley will give her a little wink. The pleasure was all mine, sexy. <laughs> oh, Stanley will turn around, look at the other elf, and go, Good elves go where they want to go. Loser elves wait in line, and it'll slap them on the cheek a little bit. All right, and um, as you as you slap him on the cheek in your other hand, you feel something press into it. Look down. What is it? Now you look down and open up, and you find a piece of paper in there. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's let's head to the theater. Stanley will open it on the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So, so you guys make your way down the hallway, and. Um, you open up the papers privately to yourself. You see room 53C, 8 p.m. On the okay, well, we'll, we'll pocket that in case we need it later, I guess. But it's, it's going in the inventory. Okay, great. Uh, so you make your way down the hallway. And as you make your way down this hallway, there are more people in, like, ball gowns. And there are gentlemen, gentlemen dwarves and elves and like demon looking creatures, one particularly bull looking guy with large horns and tuxedos. And they're, you know, a place where Sterius might fit in, by the way. And, um, <clears throat> they are, uh, they, these, they are beautifully dressed in this hallway. And then you see that there's a lineup forming to enter in, uh, to the auditorium. And you see that, uh, uh, there's a when you turn around the corner, not in the lineup, there is a ticket office. There's a, like a glass booth, and inside, with a little like fez cap, is a demon with his pointy ears sticking out. He's looking all black and red and charred and <laughs> coughing up clouds of smoke inside the ticket office. So the ticket office is full of smoke, but somehow magically it doesn't get out and pollute the rest of the casino. <laughs> And ever, the the hallways abuzz with discussion. Just you can't hear specifically what, uh, but just a din of conversation as people wait in line. All right. Well, I'm following Varel. How, how's Varel tackling this? I'm approaching. Not the type to want wait in line. Typically, is my. I yeah. I don't think we've ever bought tickets for anything or. Really stood no, in, in any line, so I yeah. Think so. <laughs> I am approaching the doors. I'm even raising up my hands like I'm going to double push them open. Okay, well, um, so you go to double push them open, and they don't open. And then uh, a lady, uh, 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 there's, a, there's like a, a finely dressed woman, older, kind of uh, a lot of lines in her face, and she puts a gentle hand on your lizard folk shoulder, and she says, Oh, honey. You can't cut ahead of the line like that. You need to buy some tickets first, dear, and then wait in the back of the line. Purchase. Yes. And then he, she looks to, like, her her male partner, who's also there with another couple, and they sort of look, and they all look at you. They're, they're human. They go, yeah, Sonny, you've got to purchase tickets. They got tickets where you come from, Sonny. But the cocaine was free. Oh, sure, sure. Cocaine all over the place. The cocaine room. We spent some good times there ourselves, but, uh, well, you gotta wait in line to see the Sinatra, baby. <laughs> uh, I hate, in uh, real life, maybe, I hate club people, so this is all good. Maybe you do. We are honored guests of Brent, and we were encouraged to go see the Sinatra, so I don't think the line is for us. 
Hey, cocaine you can get anywhere. There's only one Sinatra, baby. Yeah, and the rest of the line. We're, we're looking forward to this performance. We've been waiting for a long time. You better get your tickets now, Sonny. Or you're not going to see the performance of a lifetime. Of all your lifetimes. <laughs> and they all sort of laugh chillingly. Is Frank Sinatra going to be a boss? He is, isn't he? <laughs> We're going to fight Frank Sinatra today. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, baby, who loves you? I think about Frank Sinatra, so this is awesome. Come fly with me, he'll say, and then launch it's some fire. cloudy motion. when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn back to my friend. It seems we may have overestimated our importance to this friend. He does not have time for us, nor has he afforded us the luxury of seeing the Sinatra beast in a timely manner. We are yet one of his visitors, one of his many, many deals. Hmm. Well, you know, being treated as just another guest certainly doesn't make me feel more amenable towards making a deal. Maybe we just leave. We'll take our custom elsewhere. Nice. <laughs> hmm. This does seem tempting. Hope, if we were to walk out of this place using magical means suggested by Stanley... Would Brent be upset with us? Well, we are busy. Saw how upset he was with the principal. He was willing to turn on him. Well, I think sure. being patient here would probably be in our best interest. Get the heart traded out, and then we go and protect our planet. If it was really a priority, he would make time for us. Stanley's ready to go full Karen. I say we leave this place, and if he hunts us down, he has no right to be mad. We're the ones who've been wronged here. Us. We just wanted to see the Sinatra, which was an activity suggested by his own people. It is true. We could also kick the door open. Demand to see the Sinatra. Overhearing your conversation. I'm assuming this isn't private. You're full no, character. it isn't. Yeah, we're, we haven't even left the line. All right. So one of the one of the patrons in the line says, that ain't cool, baby. You got to stay cool. Just relax. Grab yourself a drink. Get your tickets. You'll be in to see him in no time. How much do the tickets cost? Well, uh, the price varies. It depends on uh, who you are and who you know and what kind of what kind of you know clout you got, baby. We're guests of Brent. Yeah, we know That's Brent. That's who we know. We the, know Brent. He Brent. brought us here personally. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people line up. And go, ooh! We said a large chorus. Everyone's super impressed, and you can't tell if it's serious or sarcasm. It, it's pretty sincere. That's that's pretty groovy, baby. Uh, we love it. Get in line. Everyone's kind of celebrating the fact that you're here. You just need to 
look, and then one of the people, one of the men in the suit comes in the lineup and says, all right, listen, listen, baby, can I talk to you privately, sir? You can talk to us. We're right here. All right. Well, I, the only reason I want to make it private is just for your own, um, save your own face, uh, save embarrassment. You're being a little unchill, you know, you're being uncool. You gotta be smooth like ointment, you know? <laughs> Ew. Yeah, maybe not ointment. Oh, you gotta be smooth. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ointment. <laughs> it's, uh, all eternity to come up with his, uh, his phrasing, and that's what he landed on. Huh? Take a sip of this. Goes down smooth like, like ointment. <laughs> ointment. That's my mom always said. You gotta be smooth like like peanut butter jelly. Ointment makes the medicine go down. Makes the bread taste better. Ointment. (laughs) So just be cool, baby. You know, get the tickets, wait in line, and you'll get to see Sinatra. I mean, we got all the time in the world, don't we? No. (laughs) No, What do you mean, no? I mean, we are still alive. Yes. What he said. Oh, well, that's groovy. And all of a sudden, everyone starts to... Everyone's eyes sort of starts to shift a little bit. It goes from delight and grooviness to a slight look of hunger. And you swear you see more fangs and teeth as they speak to, like, that's cool, baby. Wait, you know what? Maybe we can't get you ahead of the line. Everyone's like, you know... One of the, one of the men in the tuxedo comes up and says, you know, I think I know a way I can get you ahead up of the line. I didn't know you were living. They let living people in much faster than us. What you say, baby? Want to come in? I just want to go back and have some more whiskey. <laughs> Can't no, 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 no. Hey, girl, girl, come. Listen, we're going to take care of you, okay? I, we, we know a way that you can get you a VIP pass. You want to see Sinatra that badly? We understand. We, we all know a way. One of them licks their lips, like, way too long when looking at Hope. I'm gonna yeah. head back to the drinkery. Mm. I definitely think something's up. You all are acting very strange and off-putting. No, 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 off-putting, no. Stay groovy, baby, we're here to see Sinatra. We, we, we can help you out. I don't Not- want to see the Sinatra. I want to speak to the Sinatra. I need to know if he has a song or limerick for planar travel. Look, I don't know Sinatra. I, I, I'm just a lowly guy waiting in line, but I have a friend I think can hook you up. Why don't you come with me this way to back to my hotel room? I'll no, put you in touch. I left the phone number <laughs> up, in, up in my bedroom. You want to come with me there? And then, like, someone puts their hand on your shoulder and grips it just a little too hard, but it's like in mock friendship. And people start to gather closely to all of you from the lineup. I'll tell you what. My friends and I would like to go get a drink. Stanley will reach into his pack. You can meet us in our room, and I'll hand them a crumpled up piece of (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They look around. I need a deception roll, please, to sell that. Well, it's going to be good one way or another. It's a 32. Okay. (laughs) They buy it. They're like, yeah. One of them says, you know what, baby? I was really looking forward to seeing the Sinatra, but uh, 
I think I'm going to go freshen up. I think something came up. Yeah, me too. And one of them like, <coughs> oh man, I think I'm coming down with a little sickness. Uh, I'm feeling verklempt. <laughs> I gotta go to I go to my room, baby. Oh, honey, let me help you. And then they, all of a sudden, either they're, because they have more important things to do or they're feeling sick, the entire lineup walks out of the way and heads back to their hotel room to prepare for whatever it is you just, they're going to do in, in the room. <laughs> Does that count as an evil act? Like <laughs> 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 with my ring power. <laughs> <laughs> um, or do we have to wait until 8 p.m. tonight to find out? <laughs> well, so first of all, if it was an evil act, you didn't do it. Um, uh, but I would say it's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends what happens in that room. I don't I'm trying know, to think of the some... science behind this. It was definitely shitty. It's definitely shitty to you know. But no, the they're going to eat us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I'm just contemplating like the overall the math here. I think, I think no, it doesn't check out as a. This doesn't feel like a a, a ring recharge, unfortunately. <laughs> but close one. Is everybody gone now? Is it- yeah, the lineup's gone, and there's these large red padded doors that are just there, available. It's just us? It's just you. Now we can go see the Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer have a desire to see the Sinatra fly. Oh, was he supposed to fly? Is my understanding. Well, that's not particularly impressive. I mean, hell, Nash can fly. Damn straight. (laughs) For now. I got the distinct feeling they were hungry for our flesh. Uh, yeah, they definitely had a shift occur when they found out that we were living. Maybe we keep that mum around some of these other people. Agreed. Well, Hope is returned to the bar. Let us assist her there. Sure. <laughs> All that build up. We go. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's somebody listening who's like, I wanted to see Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's very mad about the Sinatra deal. I don't yeah. know who, but someone is. All right. You make your way dejectedly back uh, to the bar. Uh, you notice that. Uh, uh, Stanley, that the, the the lady demon that helped you at the desk has been replaced by some new staff member. And uh, you make your way back to the bar for drinks. <laughs> and the bartender calls it, So, how was the Sinatra, baby? You have a good time. Uh, you seem to be back awfully fast. Well, it was a little underwhelming. It turns yeah. out, it seems... I was under the impression maybe he was a better bard than he is. The ability to fly is so mundane I haven't even committed my mind to trying to figure out its ways. Well, um, how'd you get, uh, how'd you get in to see the Sinatra? I heard, the last I heard it was a couple of decades before you could get in. What happened? Well, we just went through the door. They just let you in. Yes. 
Look, I don't mean to oversell it, but we are very important clients. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Deception roll, please. Yeah, the- <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I love rolling deception rolls. 32. Whatever you say, boss, you must be pretty special people indeed. All I do here is pour the drinks and don't spend too much time on the thinks. So let's uh so let's uh let's hear it. What are you having? Um water for me. I I asked for something else before and it was uh, not to my liking. Sure, sure. And he, he pours water from the boiling hot cauldron that's very beautiful and cool looking and then he blows on it and it tur- the glass turns frigid and he gives it to you and it's it's almost steaming because it's so warm in hell that you can you can see this, the condensation from the cold water. There you go. Hope on that orders another whiskey. Alright. Bottle from back. There. As he pops out the cork, <laughs> pours the wine, throws the slides the Shot glass to you without spilling any of it, but slides it down the bar, puts it back on. You want me to keep this open for you? Yeah. All right, here's the bottle. He slides the bottle down to you, too, and you give it a... And stop it. Food. What do you have? I can have something sent over. Uh, what do you want to eat? It's got to have meat. meat in it, though. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't... We serve anything that doesn't have vegetables in it, basically. Good. We'll have the local selection, then. Oh, you want special? Very well, if that's what it's called. All right. He gets on the phone. Hey, yeah, it's the the drinkery here. Send me a special. You want a full special? Absolutely. I am full special. Full special, please. <laughs> uh, while I'm ordering at the kitchen, anyone else want anything? Uh, I think we'll just take a look at the full special and go from there. All right. Yep, just a special. Thanks. Well, you guys, uh, you, I, you guys have anything you want to talk about? <laughs> you guys are like, you know, you're in one of the most fun places on earth and you're hanging out here with me. I usually don't get this much business in a day. Everyone's uh, gambling or, you know, they're. They're making deals and having their drinks sent to them. Nobody wants to spend time in the old loser bar in the casino. Oh, this is the loser bar? Where's the winner bar? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, I'm a beer serving place. We send the, the alcohol and drinks out to people. People don't actually spend time here is what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. I don't have any money and... Uh, the orgy room, we already did that a, a day or two ago. I'm a bit orgied out, and uh, I don't actually know what cocaine is, but uh, it just seems messy. 
There's other stuff, too. This is just the first floor. This casino's got, like, a hundred floors. No. What do you like to do? Uh, Well, mostly we travel around and we uh, fight evil and... uh, Fighting? Well, then you should head on down to the arena. There's uh, fighting pits. Bottom floor, actually. Then not only is there fighting pits... He turns and looks at Pharrell (laughs) to see what his face is doing. Not only is there fighting pits, but there's also just beating up innocent people pits, too. We got both kinds. You could just strap up someone you don't like that's powerless and just hit them over and over and over again. It's... Some people like that kind of thing, whether they're on one side or the other. That's a thing, too, here. What if they're not powerless? What if they have weird powers like uh, underwear DNA or the ability to sometimes become a dragon? Well, we have all kinds of brokers. Uh, you know, We call them fixers here in uh, Bator, and, and they find something, a soul you want for whatever delight you might have. I mean, no, nothing it- is impossible. These battle arenas, it's not going to be like a weird twist where we get down there and you're having us beat up like really like innocent creatures like animals and stuff. Oh, like, like. I'm not in charge of any. Don't. I just have a proper humble drinker here. And, uh, you know, I listen to what Brett, the boss, has to say. shouldn't call him Brett. That's all I do. I, you know, when... Someone finds themselves sitting here. Maybe they're lost. Maybe they're shy. I always encourage them to get out there. If they're here, it could be a lot worse. So they got to enjoy their time, you know? So I encourage you to take full advantage of whatever carnal pleasures and delights you might want to partake in. Is there an M Sport Arcade here? M Sport's a bit tame for this place, but. I'm sure you could find someone who could set it up for you. The degenerates here love gambling. I wasn't aware. Hmm. Go down to that floor with the fighting pits. Look for some gamblers. Tell them you want to take on someone. Tell them your credentials. And if they like the odds, they may, they may make some book off you. This isn't our first extra-dimensional adventure. I think we are looking to play this one a little low. You are in the wrong place for low-key. I'm aware. Mm -hmm. My opinion, while you're here, enjoy yourself. I don't know what the boss, your business is with the boss, but uh, one thing I can say is uh, he likes his partners to have a good time. I, I wait mean, special, I'm, and I'll I'm go sit not, down. Stanley will follow Varel, <laughs> talking the whole way, <laughs> frantically. Look, Varel, I'm not saying we have to do anything, but I am saying that, like, hey, if you got in the arena, you could probably take on just about anything that they threw at you. We could probably make a little bit of money back if you, like, go in... And just act a little hobbled. Like, maybe you got a limp from one of your glorious battles. And then we're like, oh, there's no way this guy's going to win. But then we bet on you, and they think they're taking advantage of us. And then you just cream something. And then we make a little money. You get a fight. 
Maybe we get in our fight. I don't know. I haven't really thought it all out, but we, you know, we'll be better off. It was expensive preparing for the principal battle is all I'm saying. They took my money. The elves took my money for supplies. <laughs> I'm the leader of them, and they took my money to give me a bowl. I'm going to need to buy more <laughs> bowls at some point. Barkeep laughs, too. <laughs> that sounds like a rough deal. I I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, bartender, what kind of money do you have down here? Because I remember the subway took something like subway coins or something, but the the Dr. Spider, he didn't have the coins, but he knew people on the subway or something like that. Sure, sure. Um, different realms have different names for it. Uh, essentially, they're all made of the same thing. They're soul tokens. They're made of distilled, crushed soul. It might be soul tokens or soul coin, ethereum, um, Dogecoin, I think sometimes. No <laughs> waiting for it. Whatever they call it, it's made of the souls of the living, distilled down into a token. They come in different shapes and sizes. You'll find at the casino that they accept a lot of different kinds of currencies. We're somewhat of a currency exchange place. I mean, given that this level of Bator is all about the various types of, 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 of greed and, and, and dealings that can be done and, and, and avarice, you know, things that people desire and currency... Well, you know, I've seen a lot of people come in and out of here. and The curse and disease of currency is by far the strongest and most universal in all the of all the species. Slowly turning to Stanley throughout this whole thing. I'm just saying you all like to get... I don't want to be frightened. I don't want to be poisoned. Stanley, make us another one of your amazing breakfasts. Is not free, is all I'm telling you. <laughs> Interesting. That's a... Stanley, this man just described their currency as hardened souls. Well, I know, and I can't give elves soul coins for bowls. So I, you know, less interested now than I was before. I would have you all know, you barkeep as well, if you desire to listen, that I am doing my very best to not burn this vile place to the ground. And by sitting here in this bar, enjoying what I assume will be an excellent special, I hope to maintain my nerves. For this entire deal reeks of evil contracts, and insults the protection of our planet, of which I am here to do. I woke up this morning and had your fabulous breakfast. Hmm. But I will remain calm here for now. Pharrell, what is your favorite beats? What is What would your heart desire the most, and what kind of preparation? I mean, the most delicious meat I ever had was that terrasse steak I had in the weir. Uh, mm. But... Beyond that, the Sandburgers are a, you know, that's like a guilty pleasure, right? Like, it's not, it's not premium, but it is, it is something I desire. Okay. 
Uh, so what you get delivered is the Tarrasque meet your heart desires on a plate as a waiter comes forward and delivers you a large shank spread in a V shape with blood drizzle and sand uh, sprinkled on like heavy salt and charred. Like, you know, you take pepper and put it on chicken and char it and it makes a, a carbon scarring. So it's carbon scarred with sand. Nice. The, Almost the looks like glass sprinkled on there. Nice. It would cut a softling stomach, but this looks like a great challenge to eat. Yeah, diamond encrusted Tarrasque flank steak Ooh. with blood drizzle. Now see here, we have an excellent activity before us. If that you desire to good. enter, oh, thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate the compliment for my meal. Stanley. Yes. If you desire to go make your souls, do so without me. I don't <laughs> want to make souls. I just wanted to, I don't know, spend the time better. I'm bored. Just want to make the deal and go. I don't even want to be in hell. I didn't want to be here. I don't even know how we got here. Remain calm. And I thought I was going to get to have a little bit of your meal, but it looks inedible to me. Well, more for me then. I'll start having at it. Stanley, why don't you order a special? It might be to your liking. Uh, Barkeep, is the special always this, or is it something to our heart's content? Well, our chef um, does pride himself on making excellent repasts for people. Um, yes, I would say the special is non-specific for sure. The jig is up. You're a smart one, Mr. Elfman. How do they know what we like? Well, baby, it's uh, <laughs> part of the magic of this place, you know? You believe in magic, don't you? I do, and in fact, so much so that I know that it typically is held together by rules and logic, and it makes me concerned that Varel is eating an illusion of a Tarrasque steak and actually eating something else. Hmm. And do you think all of this is an illusion? This... Vin Diesel character and his cocaine. <laughs> you think that's an illusion, too? I mean, how in touch with reality are you, Stanley Billings? I begin to question that more and more every single day. Stanley is just going to stare daggers at the steak that Pharrell's eating. Mm, I'm but a humble... Steak, I will, as they say... Lose my shit. <laughs> but it is good. It is very good. I'm but a humble barkeep, baby, but one thing I've learned working in this place is things are as real as they you want them to be. Stanley's going to cast the spell magic on the uh, Tarrasque meat. Okay. Let's read the spell. You so. whisper a discordant melody that only one... Oh, it has to be a creature. Um, does it? No. Wait, no, I hit the wrong thing. Okay, there it is. 
Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. Uh, On a successful check, the spell ends. So, if it's a third level spell or lower, it's gone. If it's above that, I have to roll. Okay. Um, you have to roll. Oh, boy. Let's see, I'm rolling with advantage on these at the moment. 23. Cast a spell magic upon the plate, and the diamond encrusted Tarask meat melts into a pile of humanoid intestines, desiccated bats and bugs, and um, what looks like either liver mounds or shit mounds, or maybe a little bit of both. You? Both liver mounds and shit mounds? Yeah. Damn. Hey, listen... No, ma- no, no magic spells in my drinkery. We got a code of conduct here, all right? Uh, clearly, you have very high standards. This is the chef's doing, not mine. I, this is the first I've seen of it. I just... We don't appreciate people not being cool in here, okay? I'm very sorry about your dinner. And then he takes the plate. He picks up the phone. Beep, beep, beep. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to register a complaint from one of our clientele. <laughs> You serve them intestines and shit kidney plate. Can you get them a proper plate of food? I'm really upset about this, actually. This isn't normally what we do. I'm going to come down there, and I'm going to split some ass open and pull some spinal cords out if you mess this up again. Can I do an insight check to see, or perception to see if he's actually talking to anybody on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) For our benefit? Yeah, sure. Perception. Yep. Go ahead. 25. You strain your ears, flexing them, and you hear... Very sorry. No, remember to that, sir. Very sorry. Uh, please, Please don't hurt us. Please don't hurt us, boss. We didn't mean we, we thought this is what you wanted. Listen, you gotta be cool, baby, alright? I'm trying to run a drinkery for my clientele. Send proper. Good, I don't care what it takes. Go to wherever you have to get to. Contract whoever you have to do. Get that. I don't care how hard it is to get Tarascomy. Then find a Taras substitute, okay? That's how we deal with the creature in the earth. <laughs> it's like I had to kill it for your dinner, for hell. <laughs> Problem solved. One sec. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe our hands of it. Hey, baby, I'm very sorry for the misunderstanding. In order to cut costs, running an operation like this is expensive. They do sometimes use some less than pristine ingredients, all right? But... First of all, we'd appreciate if word of that didn't get around, so you keep that quiet, okay? And second, we're going to fix that for you. We have someone getting you a proper plate of food with the real thing coming up. If you just don't mind waiting, and as by way of apology, free drinks on the house for you this evening. Dang. 
Stanley, the, the drinker, is thrilled, probably. Oh, not, not for Stanley, for real. I, I literally have water. Oh, is it just for... Aren't you the one that usually... the drinker. Aren't you the one that usually drinks all the... I don't want to have that in my no, head. He was a drinker for a little while, but Hope's the drinker. Hope's yeah. the drinker. Oh. Hope's the, the... The lush. She's the, the sauce. Sauce getter. Yeah. Your pledge to rip ass has greatly calmed my nerves. I will await this replacement meal. Very good. He picks the phone back up. All right, the client will gladly wait, but you need to get it done now. All right? And Stanley, you can hear, Yes, boss, is there anything else, boss, I can do for you? I'll be disappointed. Don't disappoint me again. Or... Well, you'll never be heard from again. <clears throat> I'm sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> Just me ordering lunch count as an evil act. <laughs> <laughs> nope, and remember, Hope's got to do the evil act. <laughs> Not you guys. I like how you guys were trying to do the evil act, but you don't have the ring attuned to you. All right, um... I think while you wait for your replacement lunch and hang out in Hell's Drinkery in the Hell's Casino, we can take a break. All right. Perfect time as any. Yeah. I love it. Uh, all right. We'll be back in 10. Everybody watching live, everybody at home, you'll just hear it as if it never had a break. We'll see you in a second. Okay. We've returned. Let's uh, take it back to Bo, who will uh, help us through wherever the... Oh, we're still in the restaurant. We're still dealing with food. Yes, and uh, on that note, uh, returning is a cocktail waitress, uh, Varel, with the Tarrasque flank, same prepared, same as before, diamond encrusted, splayed upon a plate, blood drizzling from it. Hmm. Stanley, if you would be so kind. Oh, uh, sure. I'll cast the spell magic on it. All right, burn your slots and make your roll. Oh, I still have to roll. Uh oh. Uh-oh, look very good for you. Um, alright, let's roll one. Uh, let's roll two. Uh, 23 again. I believe it was the same roll. Oh. There's no magic to dispel upon this. As the spell is cast, the flank stake remains intact. Thank you, Barkeep. No problem. I'm very sorry for the inconvenience in the first place. As I said, three drinks for you for the mishap tonight. Partake. Enjoy yourself. And something that will soothe these nerves of mine. Hmm. How about a tall wine glass of our finest blood? Very well. I believe I drank blood somewhere else, too, so that's not... I think that might have been be your first time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he gets out a decanter and pours a thick, clear, bright, shiny blood liquid that almost seems like it sparkles. Yeah. Gluk, into a large goblet. Thickened liquid. Puts it on the table before you. Tell me what you think of this fine beverage, Pharrell. I will sit from it, but kind of in a pour into my jaw kind of way. Sommelier style. Or like a, uh, I like let it let it pour in. 
it's delicious. It has uh, it's rich in iron, and you can taste the iron strongly with nutty notes of like uh, some sort of walnut or tree nut in there. A fine combination with the iron as the tanginess flat uh, splashes around your mouth. That is delicious. I'm glad you approve. We have lots of that here. All you have to do is ask. Well, friends, I have found my activity in waiting. I will be here. Enjoy your sins, Stanley, if you decide. Oh, no. I'm uh, gonna see about finding a way for us to make it back home should uh, things not go amenable with our meeting. And Stanley's gonna kind of sit quietly. He'll, he'll stay by Varel uh, in the party, but Stanley's going to be concentrating, coming up with uh, magic in whatever way Stanley seems to put it all together. Looks a lot like somebody doing math. Okay. So you sit and you do you do <laughs> evil math, I guess. Um, Varel's drinking blood. Hope, I assume you're just there drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um, so we zoom in on. We Can't zoom have in me on, right now. So hopefully, nice. We zoom in on Nash. Great. Zoom What's in. Nash doing all this. You've been very quiet. I'm just sitting there chilling, watching it go down. Are you just staring into? I just picture you staring into space. <laughs> this is a dead look. A little bit because, uh, you know, I'm about to lose a heart, and it's all I can think about. Like I'm literally going to give away the core of a, of a, a human being's core is its heart, and I'm about to give Ooh. that out away. That's intense. All right, all right. So we have what everyone's doing. An hour goes by. Two hours go by. Stop me at any time. <laughs> Guess we can benefit from a short rest, eh? You you may. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Three hours goes by. Heading toward Four hours rest. goes by. All right, that'd be about the max of my patience. Five hours goes by. Mm. <laughs> if, if Varel is getting bored and is no longer focusing, I imagine Stanley cannot focus either anymore. As they were sitting near each other, and I can't imagine Varel is letting Stanley concentrate on much. Nash is probably nodded off. He's not going to be awake for that. He's just chilling. Right. He doesn't drink. So Six hours goes by. At a certain point, when do we just do the we're just going to leave option? Or I, I don't know. Barkeep, is it the same barkeep? Yeah, he's still there. He's cleaning glasses. He's looking friendly. Doesn't seem hey. to tire or get bored. Well, this is taking a very long time. Do you have a place where we can lay down that isn't an orgy room? Um, well, we've got hotel rooms here if you wish to wait in the hotel rooms. But uh, if you have the energy for it, baby, I recommend we got to find something for you to do. It's got to be something you like. I know a lot of the places here because people usually end up here. And then I give them a suggestion. And then, you know, they're having a good time. Okay, so. what do you suggest for someone who's been waiting an obscene amount of time, is very tired, 
is low on hit points and spell slots, as Nash calls them, and uh, would like to feel refreshed and rejuvenated in, say, about eight hours or so. What activity mm. comes to mind for you, in for someone who enjoys that? How about uh, some kind of carnal massage where someone can compliment you and your features? No, I don't think I can take eight hours of carnal massage. My <laughs> tissue is soft and uh, delicate. Oh, it would be nothing but the finest pleasures of the flesh for you. You Cast deserve a spell it. on those pleasures. Yeah, I think we're just going to do the hotel, actually. Just sleep is what I'm thinking we're going to do. Well, if you wish to take a hotel room, just make your way to reception and request a room from them. This isn't going to be a line and give us money situation, is it? There may be a line, yes, but uh, hey, things take time. Maybe if you tell them that the boss is waiting for you. They'll cut your discount. Oh, it is a money situation. I don't know, is it? Normally it is. I choose to go to a refreshing swim. Hmm. Surely this place has a body of water sufficient. You seek water in this place. Very rare commodity. Ah. Not so different from my own home, then. Hmm. Perhaps we can pass the time, then. Why don't you tell me something of yourselves, you travelers of the plains? You must have seen things. Regale me with the tale. Friends, I have done my best to be patient, but I'm wearing thin. We could just curl up on the, the floor here, maybe take a bench. Nobody really comes in this place. No offense. She like the bartender. <laughs> I will lean over. Is Vin Diesel still going? The whole cocaine room is popping off. Everyone's scratching their necks furiously doing cocaine. How? They've been going for hours. This place is some sort of illusion. They've been oh, going probably. for... They've been going for eternity. You're, you're not... You're not in the mortal realm. You gotta remember that. And the same applies to y'all. I bet you could last a lot longer out here in your favorite activities than you would back home. Think about years and years of endless pleasures awaiting at your fingertips. Well, I cast my vote for uh, heading home, and if Brent wants to talk to us about a heart, he can talk to us when he's actually available. An elevator. Everything important is at the top of an elevator. I will find an elevator, and I will find Brent. And I turn to leave. The barkeep lets out an exasperated sigh. Okay, I've had enough of this! And he slams his hands on the table, and poof, turns into Brent. 
This whole time? Nash would say. <laughs> Does Nash say that? Yeah, Nash says that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You were Brent the whole time? You didn't tell us? You guys are exasperatingly dull. I gotta say, I can't... Whole casino full of pleasures? Not a single thing? Not even you, Hope? I've I've lived plenty. <sighs> all right, since you want to just get down to business, fine. Let's get down to business. All right, pull up a chair. Well, now we're tired. Let's get down to business. <laughs> but no, I wish to conclude our business. <laughs> Stanley, your pettiness will not stand in my way. But it's fun to be petty. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Let's get Brian down to business. <clears throat> you know, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, Stanley, you made me feel really excited about this potential partnership when you said all those words, and then. Well, now that I hit on the sidelines and see what you guys really are, you guys are boring. Not a single delight. Not a single fight. Just want to go home and watch TV. <sighs> it won't be me you'll have to suffer through. It'll be someone else. It'll be someone else's problem. That much I can say. But let's do this. You have your questions. Let's go. I want the heart and... Uh, you can be on your way. Wait, Great. since that's simple, I just, I mean, how do you take the hard? What are well, we doing? Well, I mean, yeah, we got questions. We got questions. All right, let's hear them. Nash, go ahead. How, how is this surgery? Are you magically removing it? Whose heart do I get in exchange? We'll take the heart and I'll give you a replacement. You only got the one, so take care of it. Is it a good replacement, or is it going to freaking break on me? It'll be stitched together of your own flesh. That doesn't make any sense. You mean the... But it's still somebody else's heart. Nope, it'll be stitched together of your own flesh. So you're taking other parts of me to make a heart? I can stretch you to make you a heart, yes. Ew. <laughs> Nash... Nash, look at yourself already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Is it going to hurt? Yes. How bad will it hurt? Pretty bad. <laughs> All right, thanks for the specifics. Is um, he still going to be able to do magic spells and whatnot? Oh, I'm sure he will be, but... Uh, He'll be back to his old self. We're not doing much. I'm just taking the heart out. We'll patch him back up. Give him some more time to sin, and then you can come back here when you're good and ready. So why not just take it? It's a good question. You don't have much religion where you're from. Much education on what all of this is. And to be honest... I'm no teacher. So you're going to take the deal, and my reasons are going to be my own. And if there's something I can do for you, I have work that needs doing, and we can talk about that. I can already tell from talking to you, though, you are very cowardly. 
Oh. <laughs> you said that to the wrong lizard. Easy for us. Brent. He's the devil. I stand on the precipice of saving my planet. If I require patience in this moment, then that is the greatest heroic act I can perform. I will not be insulted by you during this time of great victory. Be that as it may, just keep in mind that another man's loss, or one man's loss, is another man's gain. Yes, you're taking the heart, and you get it. Oh, no, 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 no. See, if we don't work together, baby, I'll find someone who will. He keeps calling you that. <laughs> Nash whispers in my ear like, like a little demon on my shoulder. <laughs> keeps calling I don't like that. it. <laughs> I don't like anyone calling someone baby that much. We have spoken at length about what could be possible here. Our understanding is that the principal is the one you made the deal with, and as such, his deal is still present with you. Why do you desire our inclusion in this little family you're creating? Because Hope went out on a mission for me. And I know she still has potential to be a fine lieutenant in my army. But she seems to have faltered because of you three. It seems when you three are around, she decides she wants to be good. You're keeping her from her true potential, but hey, she's a mortal with a will of her own. When you die, Hope, we will then decide where you will end up. And I hope it is here with me away from the influence of these do-gooders. Well, we'll just have to see. We will, won't we? Regardless, if you're not interested in any dealings with me, I know a metal man who still is. That doesn't narrow things down for us. <laughs> <laughs> You know who I'm talking about, the principal. The principal no longer has purpose. He wanted to defeat the Weir, and we have done so. Why doesn't he not fly into space? Oh, he's made himself so sick and twisted. He's a metal. Chrome is a metal that's easily pliable. I'll find a way. Well, I wish you luck with that. Knowing what I know about the principal and knowing what I know about the place where the item you're looking for is, he'll never get it for you. Hmm. Well, perhaps he just needs to be have his feet set in the right direction. Mm, no, I think yep. it's more of a literal can't make it happen. Hmm. Well, if he can't make it happen, I'll find someone who will. After all, I'm sure it's more than an old elf man that brought you to Pentel Vice. Isn't it hope? Last chance. I'm just going to stay quiet. Very well. Consign yourselves to your fate. 
Hell's got no more business with you. He snaps his fingers and Nash, your chest, your heart erupts from your chest instantly. <laughs> as, it, as your heart floats out in front of you. Jeez. Do you willingly give up your heart or do you fight this? Uh Well, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be expecting it to be that brutal or that that immediate, but um yeah, like basically everyone can see your chest like just this giant flesh thing start to pull and and skin and sinew start to snap. And I'm giving you an opportunity to resist or to go along. Um this is the moment of your choice. Jeez. Oh, it's the abruptness that makes me want to resist, but that would be like, you know, someone says this is going to this is this going to hurt? No, and then they do something and it hurts. So you kind of naturally, your instincts are to resist. Mm-hmm. But I would know, oh, you know what? I'd let it happen. Okay. I'm not going to resist. Happen. The, 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 the dragon metal pacemaker ticking, it's got like a valve on it. It's going. Tick, 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 tick. There's all these pulleys on it. And then like as it, as the veins burst out, blood spews everywhere yeah. and he grabs the heart with one hand and then with his other hand he shapes your flesh as like all of your veins and sinews wrap around creating a flesh-like heart and within seconds it's like boom, 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 and the first few blood spurts everywhere but then the arteries close over and then it pulls back into your chest and like tying a shoelace your flesh chest just ties back up <laughs> And they, the heart. So it's out. It's out. Is it, fl- is it floating? It's, is it- it's floating and he takes it in his hand. Yeah. And he says, and he leaves you with final words saying, let's hope we don't meet again until the afterlife. And he snaps his fingers and you're gone. He's gone or I'm gone. You're gone. Where am I? Everyone's gone. Everyone snaps out of the place into blackness, and immediately they fall into the ground in the desert of Earth. Oh! Oh! That was an ordeal. I hated it. I'm sure glad we waited around for Nash to ask his very important question he wouldn't possibly forget. (laughs) What was the question? Well, he did it faster than I could ask it. He didn't, there was no delay. He just got right to it. I didn't expect that. I didn't have time. I shall add to Pharrell the patience to my list of (laughs) accolades. No greater ordeal have I survived than the boredom surrounded by Vin Diesel. I didn't know it was Vin Diesel, actually. (laughs) Boredom I survived showcased by the sins of the flesh in your human minds. How are you doing, Nash? How are you feeling? How am I feeling, Bill? I don't know. <laughs> you mean like you physically? I mean, am I am I am I weakened by this at all? Do I feel the same? Oh, you feel the same. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I didn't. Okay. I thought you meant your emotions. No, 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 no. Um. Yeah. You're. You're. Um. Physically, you're fine. I would throw. Uh, I would immediately just in the air throw a firebolt in the air just to see if the magic's there. Just can trip that shit and go. You, su- 
You successfully toss a fl- firebolt into the air. I've still got magic, and then I will attempt to float a little. You're able to float. All right. I'll hold all those thoughts, and I'll even try dragon later, but not now. I'm feeling fine, Varela. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It feels kind of well, normal. I asked, but I'm sure oh, you're sorry. happy to know it was Stanley. <laughs> you, uh, you know, you look so much alike. Um, I, yeah, I'm fine. I think I'm okay. I've got my magic. I feel okay. I just, I just don't think I can die. All right, well, I would say go ahead and keep, uh, just be alert. If you need anything, let me know. We can always work healing on you if need be. Uh, does he still look atrocious? Well, yeah, how do I look? Do I look any better than I did? Yeah, there's no change. No change. Okay. Uh, remove the dragon metal heart from your inventory, please. Oh, shit. This feels weird. Oh, this feels so weird taking it out. All right, I'm taking it out. Whoops, it blinked funny. Oh, no, we're good. Okay, it's out. Sorry. No, it's okay. It it is done. Varel is literally pounding sand, like off in the distance, just (laughs) sand is taking it out on the desert. Pound sand. Uh, your earpieces light up. Oh. Uh, Salala. Work. You. It's fade and it's cutting in and out. I don't have my earpiece anymore, so I don't hear it. Somebody must have their earpiece. Did you all take them out? I took mine out. No, I took mine out and gave it to Union. When I was like, mm-hmm. hey, get out of here. So it's yeah, smushed. Yeah, it's <laughs> smushed. <laughs> I still have mine, I think. I don't think I have mm-hmm. mine. Hope would still Maybe have hers. Hey, you did that whole casino thing with an earpiece taped to your... Taped <laughs> 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 to your ear hole? <laughs> <laughs> Desert wind is cool and refreshing, but soon sweat builds up on the softlings. It's exceedingly hot, and the sun is bearing down harshly upon all of you. Um, what does it take to resummon the ship slash cabin? Hmm. I think the summoning is on the item. Let's have a look here in the Mask of Elton Four. Um. Provides an attuned wearer with the captaincy of a manned Dr. Cruz. The transformation can happen at will. Care must be taken. Yeah, so you're still attuned to the item, so you can summon the ship. Okay. I can summon it as the cabin first, too, right? Yeah, so... Right, so it's a ship. The baseline form is an airship. You can transform it into an inconspicuous cottage to hide it. Oh, okay. Well, for right now, I guess we'll call forth the, the ship. Give us a place to hide from the okay. heat. So uh, you walk forward and with your mind, like maybe t- touching the mask with a hand, focus in on its magic and boom, 
The Fate 6 reappears in the sky. <laughs> its propellers spinning in the air. Well, that's a relief. <laughs> that's it. It's a relief. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm bringing up the. Let's get on it and run long rest it up there. Hope will relay that she's getting voices in uh, her earpiece. Oh. We, are we close enough to the solar mines then? I have no idea where we are. Me neither, but clearly we're close enough. And Hope will start trying to talk back. Okay, uh, you make an attempt to uh, talk, speak into it. Where are... You get the feeling that communication is not very effective, but you can hear speaking on it. Cool, yeah, we'll need to find the direction to go. All right, well, uh, for now, I'm going to get aboard this ship because it is uh, miserable out here. Uh, Pharrell, you seem happy. You can join us when you're done. Then they fed me shit! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the airship begins descending uh, and reaches the ground. <sighs> the shade is welcome. A uh, ladder is lowered. Oh. Uncle Sever appears over the side. Oi! Nephew! Good to see you again, Uncle. Still alive, I see. That's well, right, good. Still dead alive? I don't know exactly Get on what up to here. say, but uh, happy to see you again. I was worried. I didn't know what happened when this thing uh, explodes, as it turns it's, out. It's a different kind of living what we got up here, but it's good. Get on up. All right, climb aboard. All right, you climb aboard, and most of the Ghost Pirate crew is still there, but there are many faces missing, uh, including the navigator in particular. Um, right, nephew, we suffered some losses. We're sorry to say, but... Is the job done? Uh, unfortunately, no. We had a bit of a complication, and we uh, found ourselves teleported to... Well, far beyond where we were. But we've made our way back, and we're ready to finish the mission. Oh. Well, um, well, you know the direction of this place? We're just trying to get our bearings now. Perhaps uh, you can look at the map here, and he... You know, beckons you to go down to your captain's quarters where the map is. Come on down, we're going to figure out where it is. All right, and we'll go ahead and leave the ladder down for now. I think Varel is uh, taking out some much-needed frustration, and uh, once everyone's aboard, we'll get underway. I'll head down. All right, everyone heads down. As you head down, you see Georges, gorgeous Georges is okay, and he goes, Georges, Georges, and he goes to give you a hug. Captain Billings, and of course, ectoplasms right through you. <laughs> Good to see you too, uh, Georges. Uh, yeah, so the rest of the party clambers on top of the, the boat and makes their way down to the captain's room where Uncle Severs is. Um, excuse me a minute. And he goes into your cabin. And remember, he can, the ghosts here can manipulate objects associated with the ship, so he's able to pull out a map and spread it upon your table. 
and open it up. And I've opened up the map in um, <clears throat> roll 20. Let's take a look-see here. Oh, yeah. So I'm not quite sure where we are, where you've summoned us. We need to get the lay of the land and find any landmarks in this godforsaken desert, perhaps a, a mountain range or something to orient us. Yeah, the communication devices are still working, so we know we must be at least somewhat close to the solar mines where we were, but uh, not 100% sure what the range is on that, so I say we take the ship up until we can get our bearings and then make our way back there. Well, is this a new map, by the way? I don't know. I made this uh, at the start of season two, I think. I remember it being this, like, detailed. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, it has been this detailed uh, for a long time. I haven't seen it in too long. It looks awesome. Yeah, I think it's probably been a few years since anyone's maybe looked at it. Yeah, but, uh, it's been yeah, a bit. So. Well, we got the Toe Rippers and the Great Principal City and Bulletsburg and Clench. Hobble Home. It looks great. There's Vic Dick and Gick. Yeah. Thick, thick dick and what? Thick dick gick. It's a town. <laughs> you haven't been to it, so you don't know. I don't ever want to go there, ever. <laughs> you don't want to go to Big Dick Gick? Uh, <laughs> All right. Maybe uh, Keepingo Melway is more your speed. All right. Uh, yeah, so the... Um, so the current situation would be that in order to get your bearings, you probably have to do some landmark checking or exploration you don't quite you're not quite sure where you are all right i'd uh i'd ask hope to keep checking calm see if it's getting stronger or weaker and have her i guess because we don't have somebody navigating pilot the ship around so we could get an idea cool hope we'll keep on communicating what she's hearing Uncle Sever says, um, <clears throat> have you got a tracker among you? Maybe someone can get a lay of the land? Uh, Varel should be skilled at that. Varel, do you want to keep an eye out for any landmarks that might be to our benefit? Uh, he's not on the ship. Who are you talking to? You hear no. outside, I was fed. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Varel is yelling outside, pounding sand still. He hasn't gotten in the boat. Varel... Uh, we're now becoming the bored ones waiting for you to vent your frustrations. <laughs> we need you. Stanley? I'll point up at the ship. Wherever he is. <laughs> I have done my best. I didn't even get to see the Sinatra. I will be with you in time. Look, I'm as disappointed as anyone. I wanted to see the Sinatra. I was with you. I was bored too. But I'm up here moving in a positive direction, and you're down there being a mopey lizard. Mopey. <laughs> An entire dimension based on the guilt of human beings. I've read of these sins. They make no sense. They're perfectly able activities that all should enjoy and in moderation. Yet you find yourself with guilt for them. Useless. A useless dimension, Brent. <laughs> Your dimension is useless. <sighs> I'm okay. <laughs> okay, just 
Shrivers bin. Done. We punch the principal in the space, and I walk back onto the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Georges sees you get back on the ship, and he goes, Georges! Not now, Georges. <laughs> Georges? It's not you, Georges. It's fine. Just require time. Georges, and he comes up to you, and he sort of puts his hand on your back and does this to you. You don't feel anything. He's a ghost, but... Morel <laughs> the patient, they will call him. <laughs> yes, Stanley, what is it you desire? Well, we don't know where we are. You're good with the lay of the land. I was thinking maybe you could keep an eye out and help us identify any landmarks so we can figure out where we are and where we need to go. Very well. Look, I'm honestly happy you're very upset. Save this energy, because we are going to be punching the principal in the face, and I need you at peak punching power. There's a sort of revenge in that, isn't there? Taking his right-hand man to do his bidding with the eyeball and whatnot. Yeah, and think about this. When we left, he said he was going to use the principal again. So you're not only messing with the principal's plans, you're messing with Brent's plans, too. I like the sound of this. But first we need to know where we are. So, hope, uh, if you will, I'll uh, also keep an eye out. And uh, I will I will aid in that, as I have pretty good perception as well. Okay, well this will be a survival check for tracking. Well, I also am pretty good at that. Okay. So your best tracker, let's go. And with an, with an advantage from the aid of Stanley. All right. Uh, 18. Okay. As you sort of scan the horizon for familiar shapes, your sense of orientation, a big mountain range always on the landscape, the dead fingers, even if it's a small little speck, can always be seen. And you do see the dead fingers to the northwest meaning you are south past the salt flats um, in some unknown and unmapped region. And uh, that would put the solar mines, based on the map that you have, if the dead fingers are northwest, you've got to head northeast as a bearing. All right, I will communicate this. All right, then, to the northeast. Oh, Crooked Hand Row is... Uh, Fortunately, no longer with us. He's passed on into nothingness now. Mm, there's a solemn like mm, amongst the crew. I hope we'll give a little solemn mm, as well. Use what he taught you. You're our navigator now. Without you, we're not going anywhere. All right. Hope we'll take a deep breath, nod at him, and head to the wheel. All right, so by now you've used this enough times that you're familiar with its controls. You don't need to roll for this as you let the airship lift off and then begin navigating the ship towards the northwest. And within 15 minutes uh, already, because the airship moves at quite a clip, um, you're able to see the solar mines on the horizon and see the destruction in the valley below as you bring the ship up above it 
And finally the communicator cracks on and says, <clears throat> This is Amenthaloda. Heroes of the Wastes, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, we are. Is that and you then, in the ship above? Yes, Stanley, did you want to be on this? I, I mean, you're doing fine, but uh, if you can relay any messages, if he has anything, uh, we need to know what the situation is. I'm assuming that the uh, truce held for now, but... Take mine, and I hand him my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley holds it up to his ear, pulling pieces of tape off of the earpiece. <laughs> so how it's attached to him? Remember that? Yeah, because he just got an ear hole. Oh, that's right. He didn't have an ear. You can't put it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's had that there the whole time. Yeah. In hell. Uh, <laughs> being all angry. Well, the patient. I, I demand to be taken seriously. <laughs> it's a little tape. <laughs> he sticks it back up to his head. Uh, this is Valir Onath. I'm, I'm on now. Slily Prime, we thought you were below. Yeah, we hit a bit of a snag once we got down there. Uh, we were transported to... Uh, hell, I guess, but we're back. To hell. It's not important, but... Uh, Speak of that or... Yes, actually. I did hear some people say that. What were you doing there, Salele Prime? It's a den of evil and corruption, avarice. One such as yourself should not be there. Have you been compromised? Well, no, we, we got will take you out. to our clerics. Well, hold on. We just got to finish the mission. What's the situation down there? Well, it's not it's not good, Stanley. The earth is spitting and neighing and kicking. It's increased in frequency. Examine, uh, move your eyes to the north with your ship. See for yourself what's happening. All right, what do my elf eyes see? Um, do you have, like, long vision? No. Oh. <laughs> it's got regular vision, but you, I am you don't see you don't, you don't <laughs> see much on the horizon. And then Amantha Loder, after some silence, he says, No, take your ship up there and have a look. You're supposed to say they took the hobbits to Isengard, is what you're supposed to say. <laughs> well, Use your okay. long vision. <laughs> long vision. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I hope if you'll take us to go see what it is he's talking about. Yeah. And Hopal starts going up. All right, so you fly farther north, uh, hitting across another patch of salt flats to look at the landscape where the principal city used to be, like in that general area in relation to the map. Um, it doesn't take long as it starts to come into view that you see large cracks in the earth bubbling down into lava. But strangely enough, as the large cracks of sundered earth become larger and larger, you see that a purple liquid is, is mixing in with the lava and there's bubbling and hewing and a large geyser of like purple liquid is bursting forth periodically and spewing out onto the land like a giant wound from where you can see. All right, we see it. I don't know what it is we're seeing, though. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, move us back. Oh, we'll start moving in. <laughs> All right, you, you turn around, take the ship back within range of the solar mines, and as soon as you get into the solar mine, uh, as soon as you get within range, you hear, Salele Prime, Salele Prime, come in. Yeah, we see it. I don't know what it is we saw, but we see it. Salele Prime, this is the wounds of the Great World Breaker. Whatever happened below, this beast that has impregnated this planet and corrupts it from within still grows inside. Alright, well. We have much to discuss. We must save this world from its plight if we can. Alright, bring the ship down. I uh, hope you navigate the ship throughout the um, throughout the valley. And as you look below, you see that <clears throat> you see hordes of Toyota host corpses, Kuromukishi, goblins, uh, some tieflings, some lizard folk, many elves as well. The bodies are, and, and there are many Alhendari who are cleaning up, uh, putting piles of bodies together, burning them on effigies. There's a lava pool in the center of the valley uh, opening up. A lot of the buildings are there, and the elves have actually formed uh, cages for the inhabitants of the suburbia dome, as you can sort of see all this from the top, um, as the place is now under Elhandari control. There's also somewhat of a goblin area that you can see from the top where they've already set up a village, and uh, there's nothing but bad stuff going on there. There's fighting, there's, there's, <laughs> there's giant feasts going, people trying to tear uh, apart things, fighting over pieces of human flesh. <clears throat> and you you spy what you think to be a sort of this throne area where if Bokbok still lives, he's probably holding court as there's a giant chair before a chaotic mosh pit of goblins dancing around. And you hear like the sort of drum beat in the background. Uh, you bring the ship down. And a contingent of elves is below to meet you. I imagine everyone's going to descend immediately. Nothing on yeah. the ship before getting off. Um, you no. descend from, you disembark from the ship, and get down and are greeted by a procession of elves. And Amantha Lodar <clears throat> uh, approaches in his watery wheeled wheelchair and lands it before you, and uses his tree-like legs to plant them into the ground and stand upright um, to grip. And he comes to you, Stanley, and he holds you on one side, and he says, "My Silly Prime." Congratulations on the victory of this battle. And to you, Heroes of the Wastes, as well. We have much work to do, but you've done a great thing today. And he'll clasp both of your shoulders and just clasp them firm. In a kind of a hug that isn't a hug. What are you talking about? I thought we still had much to do. As far as I know, the Trianglosphere still needs to be put into the planet. Everyone's, all the elves' eyes goes wide, and Headloader <laughs> said, that's not done. No, we were teleported away before it could be done. Oh. Oh, then our victory is premature. Elhandari, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, uh, we still have much work to do. Selele Prime, what shall we do? We need to get back in uh, as soon as possible. Uh, it is... 
as close to the place it needs to be without actually being there, unless the principal has moved it. I worry he may have a head start on it. Um, but he was teleported along with us, so... Is this the way in you found in the suburban dome? Yes. At the Walmart? Yeah, that's... <laughs> well, we can get you on a shuttle there right away if you need to get back down there. We have not explored further in yet. Um, Stanley will look at his companions. Is everybody good to proceed immediately? Um, yes, but we should probably have some some troops with us since up here is taken. I mean, farewell in our previous endeavor. <clears throat> Barely made it past the Walmart. But they did make it to the Walmart. <laughs> That's a real optimism right there. Hey, they made it to the Walmart. Yeah. They provided fodder. <laughs> That's what they're there for. Admiral Chrysoria steps forward and says, I don't think we've considered everything in Mantelodar. There is an order of operations strategically that everything must be carried out. I don't think we should go to the Trianglosphere first. Selene Prime, if you would grant me audience. Of course. It has been discussed that the Trianglosphere will render this part of the material plane mundane, and yet we have a world breaker with which to contend with, and the technology of this once great civilization is not what it was. We will need the use of these magics. There is no guarantee that the Trianglosphere will combat this creature. What of the Weir? What of the Weir influence? Do we still have to fight back against the Weir influence here? No, what that, news? Part, that part has been taken care of. Katobal Praith is no more. Everyone, and the principal himself confirmed that it's broken. There's a large gasp. Is it true? You have slain Katobalpraith? Uh, yes, Nash did, as a matter of fact. But how? I one-shot him. <laughs> With a no. whole bunch of other Nashes. It's hard to explain. But we got, we got kind of lucky, to be honest. Please explain. Well, the, if it hadn't have been for the principal, we wouldn't... I don't know that we could have done that. We would have been dead. He was aware of a way for me to tap into the power of Katobal Praith and use that energy to duplicate myself exponentially. And then all the Nashes at the same time destroyed the beast. Amanthlodar gasps. How could I not have seen it? He looks to you with some hostility, Nash. Great. You are the one who set all of this in motion for Alhendar, for many peoples. Your visitations guiding us to this direction. And you mean to tell me that you collaborated with our sworn enemy, the principal? Look, it was my idea. No, 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 no. This was not your idea. This was not mine. 
Well, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't know shit about it. We have been operating under the machinations of the principle this whole time. It's you who were his weapon. And I have not seen it till now. Yeah, but I didn't know any better. And also the weapon's gone. I don't have it. It wasn't, you know, you know, you know, it's called mitigating circumstances. It wasn't my idea. If it was, it was taken from my memory. I don't think it was ever my idea. And where is the principal now? Why is he not here with victory with you both? Uh, well, as I said, we got sent to hell. And uh, they were threatening to execute us. The, oh, the principal would go get some relic for them. Uh, anyway, it's a long story, but basically I told them that the principal had done a bad job working for him and uh, he banished him, made him disappear. Big. Um, Amantha Lodar looks to Chrysorius, dismiss these elves. There is no cause for victory now. We don't want to raise alarm. Chrysorius turns to the ranks and file. Dismissed. Please go about following the instructions you were previously doing. Do not discuss what we've discussed here. The elves obediently turn around, get back to work. Amantha Lodar and Chrysorius getting closer to you, slowly prime. Amantha Lodar looks to you and says, Siddhartha Prime, you are our leader, and we follow you unquestioningly. But your alliance with our sworn enemy and your visitation to visit Batorian gods is greatly concerning. We must be certain no corruption has reached your soul. Okay, well, look, none of it was really any of our idea. We didn't have a choice. We went down there. The principal told us that this had all happened before, that the weir was going to come for us. We knew we were going to have to fight them eventually, one way or another. We figured we'd do it in a case where the principal and the weir, Katobal Praith, more likely, could fight each other, weaken each other, and we would finish off the rest. We didn't know we were going to get sent to hell. It just happened after the battle. How did it even come about that you f- did not fight the principal? We didn't get a chance. All of a sudden, we beat Katobal Praith. We were chained up in a bunch of rock. Are you doing the... You know, this is a lie, right? You, no, clearly- that's exactly what happened. The principal made you an offer. You clearly could have said no and opened up an attack, and you chose not to. Well, that's so true, was, but he no, was, but that was before. I'm talking about after. Sure, there's still deception here, right? I don't think so. There's some omission. I don't think I'm being deceptive. Okay, you're just I'm telling him what happened. You're just well, omitting information. Being omitted. Yeah, you're omitting some details. About yeah, it. I'm not telling him that we agreed to help him at the beginning. Okay, that helps with my question, which Amanda okay. Lodar will now ask. He says, how, how came you to be working with our enemy? Countless uh, elves and goblins and living creatures came to this place with the sole intention of delivering the Triangular Sphere versus our enemy. And you're delaying our progress. 
No, you are delaying us. We need to get back down there to finish what we started. It wasn't our fault we went to hell. No one knew that was going to happen. She does not understand our ways. I will forgive her her indignity. No, I don't I need she, the forgiveness. I think she has a point. You're sitting here and telling me now that maybe it's best that we not put the Trianglosphere in the planet, and now you're getting mad at me that we didn't do it. How dare you question our opinion? We went down there to fight him. We went down there ready to do it, and we were presented two impossible foes to face, and we decided to face... Make them fight each other. A logical decision for the best outcome. I made the best decision I possibly could, and I'm not going to have it thrown back in my face. None of you were there to help us. You've allied yourself with a sworn enemy. I'm concerned for the integrity of your soul. Come, I have much to meditate on. And the emotions to Chrysorius. We will continue the cleanup here. Regain your countenance, Salele Prime. You are not yourself. I think you need to you two need some therapy. For <laughs> 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 what it's worth, your Saleli did not partake in the cocaine. <laughs> The Mantelodar looks to you and says, Noble Vorel, thank you for your confirmation of the cocaine. <laughs> There's much respect deferred to Vorel in this moment. Thanks, Vorel. I think that helped. Look, before the two of you go, I get the impression that we're not being told everything, which is... Uh, probably why we're in this mess because everybody seems to want to keep us in the dark as much as possible and then question our decisions on why we didn't make the most educated choice despite not telling us a goddamn thing <laughs> so before we go off on our own and decide to put the trianglosphere in the planet is there a logical reason why that's not what we should be doing right now Mantelodar turns to you and, and takes a deep breath and says This planet is difficult for us to be on. It agitates my very soul to even be here. I simply want what's best for the Alhandari people, and there is nothing I have not told you. My Salele, you are our democratically voted leader. The Alhandari spirit has chosen you to guide us. There is nothing that I have not shared with you. But we, the people of the Elhendari, are hurt by your allying with our very enemy that we came here to destroy. There was the no allying. The I'm Trianglosphere was not deposited, and you worked with our antagonist. To bring about a result, a shortcut. Okay, uh, so question uh, before you continue this whole thing. Um, so if we had put it in and the planet was being broken apart now and we didn't have any magic, would that have been better? 
These are the compromises of those willing to make those compromises. Oh, compromises, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. We were told that if we put that in the planet, or if we defeated the principle, the barrier to the weir would collapse, and Katobal Praith would be able to attack the Earth. We were told that this is what had happened in countless other realities, and we had more than enough evidence to believe this to be true. So we made a decision to, do, to walk a different path than what had been walked before. I understand, Salele. But the result is not what's at question here. It's how would you go about achieving the result. And it is with great difficulty that I can encourage or approve of such behavior, especially coming from a leader. I am grateful for your sacrifices and for your leadership. But you are taking our people down a dark path, and I worry for it. I will meditate on this interaction. Admiral Chrysorius, see that Asilili gets what he wishes. We still have a war to fight. And the Mentlodar returns to seat, is returns seated in his, you know, watery chair, the chair that has like a, a, a wave of water underneath it, and he glides off into the distance, back to an encampment of Elhandari. <clears throat> you must forgive the High Elf, Silele. He is a spiritual leader. The methodology of how one does things matters as much as the end result. The devil lives in the space where you take shortcuts. But we must be practical as practitioners of war, so battle plans. I have held nothing back from you, simply that <clears throat> we need the weapons of your magic. If we use the Triangle Sphere now, it is gone. And we do not have it to fight the World Breaker. We had hoped that the Triangle Sphere would rid the world of this World Breaker. Perhaps it will. It's a gamble at this point. You've defeated Katobal Praith, and yet it remains. It is untethered from the Far Realm, and is its own problem to resolve. My war counsel to you is this, Sileli Prime. We must fight this world breaker first, then we will deposit the Triangle Sphere. However, with the principle not defeated, we may wish to resolve that issue as well before ridding ourselves of our magic. Do you know where he is? I don't. We don't know where he was sent. So I actually had a Discord issue. <laughs> on table talk i had a discord issue right when all oh. that went down and i don't know what happened to the principal i have been going off of context clues uh no you're good <laughs> um the principal was snapped out of existence by asmodeus and you don't know where to that's the last you saw of him when you when you sweet talked brent into a better deal he was snapped out but no indication was given as to where he was sent to. Yeah, they so didn't you say. have no idea where he is. Okay, accurate. 
Uh, we don't know where he went. Uh, it is fair to say that he is going to be utilized again by, uh, it's not important, forces outside of this situation uh, in an effort to acquire an artifact. Whether that means they sent him back here or have sent him somewhere else, I don't know. Well then, we deal with the problem at hand. Have you learned anything of this world breaker? Do we know as characters that it's a Tarrasque, or is that something that Bo shared with us as players? I, I believe I did mention it referred to that by someone at some point, but mostly it's been referred to as the world breaker. Uh, very little. We know it came from the Weir. We know it's supposed to sort of repurpose the planet. We were hoping it would be taken care of with Katobal Praith, but apparently that is not the case. No idea if that makes it any weaker or not. And in your planar travels, do you know of anyone with knowledge of such things, Silily? Can I do a roll to see if we know anybody who know anything about that? Because I absolutely, don't know. that's a great use of rolls. Yeah, uh, let's roll something. Uh, if there's a so you're you, to see who you know about a given topic sounds to me like you could call it an investigate. There used to be knowledge check, which I, they don't really do have like strictly knowledge things. So the history, uh, like personal history. Yeah, personal history, which falls under intellect. I would accept history for this one. Okay. Yeah, I think history is the right way to go here. Maybe survival, or no, arcana on a creature of a magic, potentially magical or extraplanar uh, nature. Well, I have the same modifier either way, so mm. we'll... Um We'll go. Well, it doesn't. It actually doesn't matter all that much. I rolled a natural twenty for a twenty-eight. Okay, so you happen to know a lot of interesting beings out in the universe that may be able to tell you about this. First and foremost was an interesting but somewhat, um, you know, difficult character. They all kind of are. Uh, Zolfen Jal, who was uh, present planet nash when you were going to collect the 99 nashes he helped out he kind of talked like a hippie a little bit had a surfboard surfed out in space uh, i think i tried to forget that guy uh so that guy seemed he seemed like he, he would definitely be a person of knowledge but yeah you tried to forget that guy um you're also aware that there are great libraries and repositories in sigil um, visiting Sigil for such information as something this strong would be a much more safer option than consulting with, you know, the denizens of the uh, realms of the deities. In addition, you may be able to consult with some people at the White Tower who may know of, of solutions to such creatures or counters to such demonic presences. Uh, these people also being of an extraplanar nature and this being sort of a cosmic level threat. Uh, these are the solid leads you have in your mind. Uh, there are a couple ideas that definitely spring to mind, though travel to them uh, is the biggest <clears throat> question. Uh, I have no idea how to get us back to Sigil, which seems like the primary place where we might be able to Acquire that information. 
What, what, what was Sigil? Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's not of this plane of existence. It's a different reality altogether. Um, we came here through, what was it? It was gates, right? We had to do like eight different gates and they got destroyed. On the- yeah, Badass T is the one that organized your escape from Sigil. Um, where is he? Actually, we'll add him to the list of people that might be able to help you. Wasn't he a werewolf? Didn't we leave yeah, him? He's, he contracted the disease of lincolnthropy and it was abandoned in Pentelvice. And as far as you know, he's probably still there. So, you know. We could also get the eye while we were there and then the principal would come to us. Huh. Ooh, Ooh, that's kinda, bait. That's something. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> did you take that blue, blue veil spell? I did. Okay, because we need an object, right? A magical object? Yeah, but I have it, but it says only of the material plane. I don't think Sigil is part of the prime material plane. Oh, interesting. No. No. Okay. That's extra planar travel. Because I could, because I actually have a magical item created by the Mind Master <laughs> that we could use, but he's not on the prime material plane. Right, we could also use rambunctious gang threads. Those oh, are that's magical. right. Yeah, that would get us there, too. But yeah, it, it exists outside of our plane of existence. And I don't think the White Tower is there either. So I don't think we could even get to the White Tower. The only... The only options we have immediate access to are Planet Nash... We're going back after Badass T. And you have hope. Well, sure. Her teleport to... (laughs) We're trying to be good. You're worse than Brent, Bo. Jeez. I'm trying to be good. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. um, I just say that because... uh, I didn't know. Oh, damn. I killed the delivery. I meant actual hope, not not hope the character. Oh. Oh, hope, okay. the, hope the thing you I want to I thought you were talking about her teleport yeah. ring. Timing's like, yeah, off. Yeah, her teleport that. ring works perfectly, yes, but we're trying not to use it. Hmm. Um, as, you know, it's a world of possibilities. Uh, well, anyways, they're... Another interesting avenue of exploration might be someone to help fix Hope's ring or alter it in some manner. Of course, that mm. might be a big adventure in and of itself, too. But um, such artificers may be found as well in Sigil. Just uh, throwing that out there. And find a way to get back to Sigil. Wasn't the Lady of Pain not too pleased with Hope? Someone told her about Tabacho Fleur's dealings. Yeah, you'd be taking some risk going back there. Hey, they don't like us very much at the White Tower either. But they don't really like us anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, we, maybe we start the Heroes of the Waste Forgiveness Tour. <laughs> you got the silk tongue with you. If if anyone can get out of some of these bad scenarios with the the right words, I believe in you, Stanley. <laughs> well, you've got the rolls to back it up, anyways. We have ideas, but uh, we're going to have a lot we have to figure out in order to get there. I mean, in theory, you did talk your way out of hell. Like, you 
you ended up having to give up the heart, but no combat, no contracts. Like, that was a victory, right? It's not meant to feel like a victory. Hell's pissed at you. They want you to feel bad for not taking their sweet deals, but... That's I don't know, it felt nice to be called boring and good. Yeah, and you bored your way nice. to Brent. Brent was trying to get information on you and get you hooked on some sweet delights, and you guys are just like, can we talk to Brent already? And like even Nash is just Nash <laughs> is just that was Nash the whole time just thinking about his heart, not, not like <laughs> it's a big deal. It's your major. He didn't, play, he didn't even find an old man to play cards with or anything. It's your yeah. major. It's no the most important. Didn't do anything. <laughs> it's we the went important to organ. See the Sinatra, and we. I, I don't know. We sent a bunch of people up to a hotel room. I can't even yeah. get blood to my other vital organs without a heart. Think of it that way. Hearts, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's all good. Hearts. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm just saying, you you won. This is a victory, but it's a non-traditional. You know, some some. Some victories you have with fireballs, the other ones you have with uh, elite social interaction skills. So, congratulations. But, um, yeah, I think we're, we're getting to the wrap-up point on today's episode. So, I don't know if you want to leave off on a particular activity or do anything, but I think maybe we can just kind of leave you guys there at the ship to contemplate Amantha Lodar's harsh words. I think slap that man. <laughs> I, th- I think I'll Discord do is about, I'm gonna Yeah, we're going to do a, a second week of Discord uh, discussion. Yeah, this week's gonna Discord happen. is going to be like, you know what? F that guy. I thought I liked him, but I actually hate him. Yeah, that guy sucked. Um, the only thing I want to know, and I don't know if it's worth role playing going back to the ship just to find out and then say we're going to talk about it all week anyway, sure. is, is there. Do we know, is my ship capable of interplanar travel at all? Good question. Okay, well... I, I don't go, know that I you... Would go, I would go and ask that. <laughs> and that might influence our decision over the week, so... I don't know. It's only going to be like, one second, guys, I gotta go ask something, and he runs it, back to the ship. It definitely can open gates, um... Uh, you know, to shorten travel in the prime material, which is, as it turns out, is a giant, vast plane of itself, right? But you have to know where those gates are, right? Yeah, there's like, it's like codes that you need to, to know. Okay. Um, so I probably have to do a bit of research uh, on what I base the airship on to see if there's a connection there. I'm actually loath to be definitive about it. Okay. Well, that can be um, Discord so discussion as be, well. Yeah, this can be some discussion for me next week. But uh, it's a good question. I might not have considered it, actually. So I'd like to do a bit of research on that myself, if that's okay. Yeah. Because uh, I definitely didn't consider that. But the answer may be no. I don't know. We shall see. So I guess to have an ending beat for Stanley while we have all these questions, I I would say to Chrysorius, we have some leads. It's going to take some time. We'll follow up on it. I would certainly feel better if we were able to secure the Trianglosphere. I don't know if the principal is even down there anymore, Um, but the orders that I heard was that there was going to be peace for the time being, I would feel a lot better if it could be secured. I don't know if you want to take troops down there and see if you can secure the Trianglosphere and Very area smart. around it. Very intelligent, Silele Prime. You do have a mind for strategy. I was going to suggest the same thing. 
that we send down a contingent of our elves remaining communication with them and on your command have them ready to conduct the exercise and remember the three magic users that were down there they might still be there yeah that sweet old lady who made us chicken but if you gotta do anything (laughs) don't hesitate how powerful are they they were the ones that were gonna chrome the planet yeah I wouldn't count them out Nash do you know of their powers no. You should have some idea about one. You were all sweet on her. Well, she mean, was sweet on you. You were cold. It just doesn't just, mean I know her powers. Just means I don't know. She was kind of hot. <laughs> she was a looker. Did you just did you just say she's hot? She's a withered old lady, Scott. Compared to my character, wait, Scott? Oh, no, okay. yeah, yeah, no. Nash. Look, Nash doesn't see age. He sees, you know, pockmarks and. Ability to cook chicken. <laughs> and chicken prowess, yes. She can cook well, a chicken. Good. I have no idea about the powers, though. It's good to have this information up front. We will send we'll send our best team down there to neutralize them. If there's any problems, Silele, we will contact you. You may have to deal with it yourself, but I know that our elite team will not want to fail you. At the very least, knowing that it's still down there and not being tampered with will be a benefit, although it should still be secured in the sphere that's being used to move it. We will use extra strength empathy grenades to breach the doorway. Very good. And, um... Yeah. Yes, very good. Then, um... Thank you, Salele. We will carry out these instructions. I'm on comms if you need me further. I apparently have them back. Yes, you do. He bows and he he turns around and walks off. And with that, the party, I guess, uh, looks at one another and we zoom out from the boat and then we hear, F this, F that, (laughs) echoing throughout the valley. As the goblin mosh pit carries on in the background, and uh, we find out uh, what happens with next. their big hit "F this, F that," you know, <laughs> the, the big music goblin. of all oh, goblins F everywhere. F this, F that. Yeah, just the uh, it's what really put those <laughs> those goblins on the map. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. All right. Well, next week we find out what's next. I've got. Um, I really wanted a long rest. We're not going to do that here, are we? Or are we? Uh, you can probably get a long rest, but we'll deal with that next week. Okay. Right, go ahead and do it now. There's, you're not under any pressure, so. All right, I'm doing it. Yeah, we can. You guys can long rest it up. Oh, we'll, there I'll we go. Make a note of that. So we need to better. know. Sitting at seventy points for too long. Planar travel felt weird. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Very good. Uh, well, there you go. That's next week, everybody. Right here. Whoops, wrong thing. Whoops, wrong thing. There we go. Right here at There Will Be Dungeons. Do you want to be a part of it? You know you do. So turn up then and be a part of it. Uh, in the meantime, you can support this show by going to therewillbedungeons.com and signing up to support us over there. And it's super easy and it's really cool and you get some cool stuff in the mail. It's a great way to show your favorite D&D podcast how much you love them. Uh, but also links to that Phoenix Pearl Tea, uh, Sins of the Solar Mines Tea, which I do want you to check out as well. 
And you can leave us questions there. There's a big old form. You just fill them out and we'll answer those on our monthly bonus show, one of which is coming up soon. So check that out. That's therewillbedungeons.com. For me, for Bo, for John, for Kyle, and for Kristen. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.